This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuck Boy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. All right, Arthur's on that Nyla bone. Uh, the room smells a certain way, and that excites both myself and Arthur. And that's because in the studio, returning guests and a new guest from Great Moments in Weed History, we got David Beanstock and Abdullah Saeed. What up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does this man have this much energy? Oh, he it's gone now. He smokes <laughs> weed all day. That was it. That's all. You know, I, I've learned, and I feel like I've said this on so many pods now, but I've learned that doing that up top makes the uh, my guest always be like, well, then I'll never look, sound like an idiot on this pod. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I set the bar tactic. so high to be like, you'd have to be like an absolute idiot to come across as dumb on this. <laughs> so I, I like that. I set the audience's uh, bar low and our bar high, I guess you could say. It's a great equalizer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Look at us now. Now yeah. here we are chopping it up. Great yeah. Moments in Weed History is the name of your guys' podcast. That's right. Yes. And it's not just like my podcast where you get high and bullshit. You're there. No. It's, it's <laughs> uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, there's a part of it that's complicated. Not, <laughs> there's a place where the Venn diagrams cross. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Absolutely. Uh, but then there's painstaking research that I spend hours on for every show to Yes. I spend painstaking hours preparing also for the show. (laughs) Um, I have to, you know, I have to get papers, crutches, (laughs) pick out which weed, which weed. Yeah. So we take a story like uh, Willie Nelson smoked a joint on the roof of the White House. Your great moment in weed history. Fuck yeah. Great story. moment and lose weed from that sentence. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, a yeah. great <laughs> moment in history. Seriously. I think that we can lose weed from all of them yeah. from our perspective. Right, uh, right. By the way, did you know that Gary Busey and Willie Nelson co starred in a movie? I, I saw this recently. Uh, I forget what it's called right now, but they co starred in a movie together. Anyhow, uh, back to our plug <laughs> for our podcast. Wait no no let's hone in on let's hone in on this movie you don't know anything about. You got Willie <laughs> Nelson plays James Conn's dad in Michael Mann's Thief. Oh really? Yeah, no shit. Yeah. He had like a fucking acting career. That guy has many great moments. Uh, you know, not the least of which. <laughs> wow, that's why this dude's a host right here. Booyah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, Wait, uh, that's so how it's done. W- Willie Nelson smoked a joint on the roof of the White House. That's like the yeah. a legend, right? But I guess it's a no, true story. It's verified fact. Uh, yeah. Any guesses who he blazed that J with or when this might have happened? Oh, shit. That's yeah. a great question. Because it could have been like in like hippie era, but it also could easily have been like in 2005 or something right. like that. So <laughs> it was, I mean, as a hint, it, it was... You could say, let's say a year. He blew, pre, he blew, it was like a, Nixon, he blew Nixon a shoddy on the roof of the White House. <laughs> <laughs> the least likely guy to be doing it up there is my guess is Nixon. Arthur, leave everybody alone. <laughs> so let's say it was it was pre-1980. Okay. It's, it's a pretty hard guess, it though, it but G- give it a go. Is it Jimmy Carter? Very warm. And You're then- very warm. <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to know. It's, it's, uh, well, I don't want to ruin it too much. It's his son, Chip. Yeah. Chip Carter. The coolest Carter. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> they call him. And Jimmy Carter's pretty fucking cool. Jim Carter's still the coolest Carter. That's awesome. And there's a real blind eye thing happening with Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And you know what I love to think about is, like, what it was like to be, like, a stoner kid, like a young dude in, who lives in the White House. Or, like, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I like, mean, that's like a fuck like the blank check of stoner movies, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like all of a sudden you're a kid who's like 17 and it's blazing all day long. Yeah. Then you get put in the White House and you're like able to like yeah. hear about like legislation that's going It's like <laughs> Arthur. Or it's like Uncle Buck. No, not Uncle Buck. What's the other... John Candy movie King Ralph. Yeah, yeah. that's John Goodman. But yeah, John Goodman. <laughs> but it is like King Ralph. Yes, I know all fat white people look the same. <laughs> yeah. Hassan, I know. I, by the way, John, I'm so you know John Goodman, right? You're, yeah, that's me. I'm so honored to be John on your podcast. I'm loving the gemstones. It's John Belushi, John Goodman, John Candy, John Gabrus. I put I myself. I can't on believe the- I'm hanging out with Walter Sobchak right now. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking cool i i didn't i thought that was like one of those like legends like the tunnel that Mar- like marilyn would get snuck in and out of which i'm starting to believe is also real no willie nelson wrote about it in like three of his 11 autobiographies uh, <laughs> and then but chip carter but he never said who who he was with because he didn't want to embarrass jimmy carter right and then uh, somebody really dug into it and they got to Chip Carter and oh, so Willie finally said uh, and then uh, Chip Carter basically was like, well, if Willie said yeah, it was me. Right. And so you know what I think happened is that it became like kind of okay to smoke weed and then like everyone involved was like, yeah, that shit happened. Yeah, yeah, like all of a sudden <laughs> it, it made that like Five states recreational. It's like we can come clean about yeah. that, having done this twenty years ago. Now it was like that's mo- so fucking cool, though. Yeah, pretty amazing, man. There's a bunch of really good moments. I feel like in in the first season we kind of stayed within one century. You know what I mean? We kind of stayed within the twentieth century for the most part. It's obviously outliers. Jesus. There was Jesus, and that was the, that's really the only ancient story we've done so far. And there is a lot of ancient cannabis history, but. It's so fun to go through this specific brand of it that's like people who you know, Phila Cootie, Willie Nelson, the, the Beatles, and what their very significant weed sto- story is because, like, honestly, in all their, like, you know, biographies and all the actual histories, this shit is not included, generally speaking. Right, and right. and they, they are piv- their weed moments are pivotal moments for them. Yes, of course, especially, like, somehow cannabis has become, like, an insane, like, political movement and like Mm -hmm. a sign of like freedom and shit there's like it's i mean it it had that for a long time but now like legalizing it has become like this cause in a way where it's like it's cannabis is i mean hemp is literally woven into our uh history here oh yeah cannabis you could just like track that shit for uh this is a complete aside but i was just uh listening to uh the new bruce lee memoir called a life and bruce lee was very into weed Really? Yeah, you uh, got really into uh, what's I'm seeing the look on Bean's face is telling me that. So, so I don't know what the episodes are about ahead of time, oh. and I'm getting the sense, you know, <laughs> uh, we've known each other a long time, and I, I can sort of tell his, uh, you know, his looks. I feel like. 
He's definitely got a Bruce Lee story in the pipeline. But uh, but let's just... But, but like, I just want to say, finding out a guy who I already idolized for a number of reasons also like smoked a blunt while he taught Jeet Kune Do really makes me like him that much more. Pretty Steve, dope. And who, who better to get you hooked on weed than Steve McQueen? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you got it. All right. All right. Well, let's just... Let's take it off potential episode idea. <laughs> Yeah, I just burned your entire second hey, season. Why just pull up the Wikipedia page? Let's just read through it right now. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I got, I got um, a, be- a Beanie's uh, Google Drive login. We could just read his research out loud on my show. So you're, you're, you're just going for my job right, <laughs> yeah. right while I'm here. Oh, no. if You you would have to work hey, with see, me for one minute. If, you, if it was me and him, notebook. it's two of him. We need, every, <laughs> yeah, a duo yeah. needs right. you. Yeah. Capers is definitely more I can of only a go me. for your job. Job, yeah. Really, and you have it pretty much cornered. I can't t- yeah. oh, take over being in charge of things. No fucking way. Now, we should totally co-do my job on the podcast at some point. We got to have you on and oh, talk about some to, weed dude. history. I love shit. talking yeah, about yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, maybe if there's like a Bruce Lee episode. Ah. <laughs> I held the microphone to my eye when I wink. That's how I know this is working. Yeah, wants that yeah no. Th- so basically. This new season, we kind of cover. It's it's hard to like nail down what a theme is, but I feel like we have a lot of weed culture, weed stories this season. If that makes sense, like you know, last season it was like it was like the weedy underbelly of rock and roll history or something, you know. And this season, uh, you know, and it was like about these icons everybody knows about. I feel like this season we definitely have stories about big icons, but we have like the Cheech and Chong up in smoke story. Which is actually comes out today. I mean, I, I'm sure this is not live this will come right out now, in but like, uh, a week or two. So cool. It, so it's it's, it's non perishable. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> you don't need to refrigerate it's these evergreen, <laughs> man. It's evergreen. <laughs> Wow, um, good pun. Good weed pun. I worked on You that. are going after my fucking job. Don't <laughs> sidestep. Let's go. Well, uh, let's let's just jump I'm this all bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are personality-wise all yourself. Interesting. All bean all the time. Um, I uh we were talking off mic where we thought we were rec- well, some of us thought we were recording and uh we were talking about going to the movies. That is something when I when I talk to real stoners, I want to ask I, like that's the questions I ask them. I'm like, what do you? What's your pre movie ritual? Because like, yeah. as like the one thing I found is like getting older with like in relation to pot, I have like I get more set in my ways where I'm like, if I'm drinking red wine, I really like Malbec. So if I'm gonna buy myself something, I don't care if Malbec is the one that's four dollars more. Right. So now I've like gotten like that way with weed, where I'm like, I want a palm leaf blunt rolled with top shelf sativa, pretty oh. much exclusively. So I'm always doing that, and I'm like, yeah. I can. It's like it's not that like indulgent of a thing financially, but that I can. So now when I now I go to the movies and I'm like one joint for the car, one, that, and I'm like always yeah. want to talk to real stoners about that. And we were talking about seeing 2001 at the ArcLight. Yeah, so this is an interesting thing because I know that all of us back in the day would totally like just hotbox the car and go in. That right. was, you know, that was it. That was a given. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hotbox the car and go in. You know, that that was always the way to do it. So I recently saw 2001: A Space Odyssey at the arc light in the dome, uh, and it was with the overture and the intermission. It was like the whole nine, right? Yeah. It was, and uh, my regimen for it was. Uh, smoked a fat joint ahead of time. Couldn't hotbox the car. It was my girlfriend's car. <laughs> she does not like 
hot boxing in there. But the one uh, thing I like about Los Angeles <laughs> is that I've never had my balls busted for smoking weed in the Arclight or the Grove parking lot. Oh, yeah. And I've done totally. it once a week for six years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do it right in the courtyard every time. They, right. they know where their bread is buttered. Yeah. 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 That's why they that. have that. Yeah, absolutely. And then I ate uh, two El Camino edibles. So that was like 20 milligrams. And then I ate two Terramints, which I think is another five. Yeah. So if my math is correct, 25 milligrams. And I walked in. It was one of the best movie watching experiences of my entire life. And I think it was the first time that I fully properly watched that movie without being like stoned with the homies or whatever. You know what or I'm saying? To pause it and do something for a little bit. Yeah, at the yeah exactly. Or because like it's long. Looking at your phone for yeah. five minutes during it or whatever. Yeah. But it felt Having like. Having an existential crisis. Yeah, yeah. Because your name is Dave. And when the computer starts <laughs> talking to Dave, <laughs> it's a little I'm extra sorry, fucking Dave. freaky. No, don't I do can't it. do that, Stop. Dave. Oh my God. Don't do that. I don't even <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of I'm that. I'm frightened, Dave. I'm frightened. Yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. Oh, dude, it's so weird. And but but you know what? I gotta say that it was like, it was like doing DMT or something. You know what I mean? It was like it was having like a profound feeling of your smallness and the grandness of everything. And like, oh, it was yeah. really really awesome. There's also something special about seeing a movie you've seen before, like in reference to like getting stoned, like you can like watch it in a different way because you've already processed it once. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Or multiple times. Mm -hmm. Like I saw 2001 high as fuck at the Hollywood Bowl with the symphony orchestra, with the uh, Los Angeles Symphony playing along. And Solid. I was just like, I felt, I'm getting chills talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, I was just, wow. I was just like, when it's like, dum, dum, and they're really playing the drums, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Remember, you're from the East Coast, right? I am from you're, Long Island. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right. Do you remember the idea of, of Laser Floyd? Do you remember Laser Floyd? Yes. Oh, that like was, a, yeah. At like the planetarium or yeah, whatever? Yeah, 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 that's right. That was the ultimate hotbox. You had to hotbox the entirety of Central Park before you walked in to watch Laser Floyd. Amazing. So I've never <laughs> been so to Laser Floyd. Awesome. I would either. really like to go to Laser Floyd. Oh, at this is point. a quintessential stoner culture New York. Like New York City has very little sort of like stoner culture. Right. Compared yeah. to, you know, we all live in Cali now. Mm -hmm. uh, but... You can go to the Museum of Natural History, had the planetarium, and it's right next to Central Park. And you could go. What we used to do is you'd go, you'd buy the ticket so that you knew you had the ticket, and also so you didn't have to talk to anybody when right. you came back yeah. in. Streamline. <laughs> oh, by the way, it's going back just to jump back to movies for a second. Yeah. Having that shit on your phone and in a signed <laughs> seat is like the. Way, oh. I just like put my head down and hold it up. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true that is like i, I remember uh you know the first time that they invented uh the g pen uh -huh. right the first ever vape pen they showed me this thing and they were like i was like what is it they were like well it's this thing it's smokeless <clears throat> but it allows you to con consume this high concentrated cannabis resin and i was like so this is for the movies <laughs> so you invented something to get high in the movie like this is literally exactly what that was and ever since i now I don't really do that because I feel like it's conspicuous. It's tacky. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. tacky for other people. Like, yeah, it's rude. Yeah, uh, yeah. If it's empty, then okay, fine. Oh yeah, whatever, if it's empty, but... I'll do it and like blow yeah. it in my shirt. Yeah. Or if it's empty, yeah. I'd be sitting there like you know, like in my underwear, like, my feet up, like you know, like eating like out of a pineapple. Smoking, yeah. Like it's a like you're seventeen. It's a jewel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh, wait, so jump back to Laser Floyd. This is why I can oh, host. Yeah, right. too. yeah. Oh, very good. I'm like, what were very we talking about? Yeah. Seriously, dude? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're rich off this fucking podcast, and I don't have the a audition lot of tape. Life. This is the audition tape Shout right here. I'm coming for your, thanks for coming over, guys. I'm coming for your <laughs> podcast. The one thing I think my career needs is one more weed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, to be fair, Bean's being very comedic, which makes me feel like he's upon losing job. his job, he's now coming for mine. And now it's going to be you hosting it. I'm the tech yeah. guy. I, you're the comedy guy and I'm the technical yeah. guy. I'm just going to be getting coffee. Right, awesome. <laughs> Let, let's talk after this. Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> Wait you, a minute. It's, you like, get your it's like succession in here. Like, <laughs> I fucking am loving that show right yeah, now. So I'm still in season one. Uh, me and my girlfriend are watching it together. So it's like going slower because, you know, you have to be same place, same time, like not, you know, doing anything else. Oh, any show me and my wife watch together means we never watch two in one night because she can't do it. Like, oh she's like my falls God. asleep after one always dude you are speaking to like because I, I watch this fast been the, I've been with the same woman for 15 years this has been like the last 10 years of my life is that it's like uh do you not want to watch this series? She's like, no, it's okay. I'm like, yes. And I finished it in yeah, like a week. I know. And a half. <laughs> it's so funny. She has a day job. Like, there, she's not lazy. She yeah. just has a, a life. <laughs> it's the, the same thing happens with my girlfriend. And we have like the same discussion every time. Where, and, and you know, frankly, I feel like if, if you're going to fight about anything, and it's if this is it where you're like you keep falling asleep. I can't watch. You know what? That's probably the best fight you can yeah, have. Yeah, I mean that you're married, your married. <laughs> yeah. Your relationship's going pretty well. If your major complaint is she always falls asleep when we're that, watching the second episode. You know what? Or something. I'm crazy about her, but my main complaint is that she falls asleep as we're watching. <laughs> right, that's good. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. <laughs> Uh, so you get your ticket at the Natural History Museum. Oh, you go, oh this guy's good. Yeah. This guy's good. <laughs> and then you go to uh, you go across. So you go the back street. to Central Park. You go to Central Park. You go across the street to Central Park, and you kind of time it out. You got the walk amount down, little wiggle room, so you find seats. And it's like takes me back to a time when like. I didn't have all the weed I wanted. Right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. whether for supply reasons or financial reasons oh, or totally. combination yeah. of the and both. Those two, Accessibility, you know, yeah. Living everything. in New York this in was the a, two, early 2000s is like crazy. Yeah. Right? This was a thing where like you set the date, you get the crew, and then it's like, I, you know, if it meant not smoking for two or three days. Just to make sure you had a stash. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then you'd go in and it was just fucking lasers and like, Pink Floyd. Are we talking like there's a hundred people in Central Park smoking weed right before? There's lots of little clusters. Yeah. A hundred. I don't know about a hundred, but 50. Yeah. So, <laughs> so was this? So for New York, that's crazy. Yeah, but because that became not a thing. So, so here's an interesting thing actually about New York, right? And you used to live in New York as well, Gabriel, yeah, right? There, I lived before in you came here, six yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys remember when you could smoke cigarettes in bars? It was much easier to smoke weed in a concert or in a bar, or whatever. Right, 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 right. And then once the cigarette ban went, and then it it was almost like this resurgence of like the uh, you know NYPD's like individual war on drugs you know what i'm saying right because like, you, you would have to stand out with the other cigarettes yeah to smoke that but you couldn't yeah. even do that and if you tried to smoke in the venue there was guys in the rafters with like flashlights who would like single you yeah. out and come drag you out of the venue i always so fucking fucked. like blazed at home in new york i was never like yeah. the street smoke now when i go back 
it's been decriminalized and I have California confidence. I like, uh, I like, yeah. I like smoke now a joint outside chill. of a bar. Now it's chill. Yeah. But I still but, don't do, I still don't do glass on the street. I always do joints so that I can feel comfortable just going like, uh, sorry. Yep. If like, if a cop or, yeah, a, mom yeah, yeah. or so, a woman with a stroller is like, Hey, I'm like, Oh yeah, fair enough. Put it yeah. out. And I feel like I have to smash my bowl or, or bubbler. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's keep that line at fair enough. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. like, I don't think she's a hundred percent right. I'm not a hundred percent wrong but like you get tie goes to the baby yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. it's not the hill I'm gonna die on fuck you I wanna smoke near your stroller yeah <laughs> but seriously but frankly that's you know why I like it so much better out here it's, it's the fundamental reason is that I really felt like a criminal in New York you know what I'm saying like where somebody is like the, the bouncer or something at a bar would come up and be like hey what do you think you're fucking doing yeah. and I'm like I'm living my life you know man like come on <clears throat> You're not saying that to the girl who's having her twelfth Jaeger shot. Like, oh, that's yeah, I know. Wildly right? way more dangerous for her than yeah. it is for me to take a rip outside. And now I hear it's much cooler, but you know what? Those New York had its chance to impress me with its weed chillness. Right. Well, I'm <laughs> and not, it did not. Not ever going back. Me, like, same. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, dude, like, I'm going back for a wedding uh, to upstate New York, and I'm gonna completely avoid the city because I don't like to go yeah, there and really. the energy is fucking yeah. like you got to be ready for it yeah it's so the vibe when i moved to la we had uh medicinal and i you know got my fucking card immediately only one place took your card and a new york state driver's license and i had to bring in like my lease and all this shit and it was like kind of <laughs> sketchy on sunset and i finally got legal weed and then like in like the year that i lived here it just got <laughs> so much smoother and easier yeah and i was just like noticed like at be at the Hollywood Bowl, excuse me, seeing like LCD sound system. And then I'm like, to my wife, I'm like, I'm going to go smoke a joint because I feel weird here because there's like families around. I don't yeah. want to be the one guy blazing with like families. So I'm going to go smoke a joint, find a place. I walk out, I see that there's like a penned off smoking section. And people are blazing. And I just go, oh, I'll go blend in with the guys smoking cigarettes. That'll be perfect. I go in there and maybe there's five people smoking cigarettes, but there's 40 people smoking weed. Yeah. And I'm like, I fucking love California. We're literally going like, oh, the smoking section, fine. We all go. And you just like hot And you can just smoke outside. weed yeah. there. Oh my God. Remember the... The running and the hiding. Oh, you know fuck what I'm saying? Yeah. I ran from the police at one point. There was a summer where I ran from the police, I think, three nights a week, probably. <laughs> and it was like this game of cat and mouse. And then we would see them just like, it, you know, at the 7 Eleven or whatever. And they would be like, ha ha ha. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to get, gonna you, get you fuckers tonight. You know what I mean? Before that's you know a, it. That's a perversely symbiotic relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It did, you know what? It entertains two very bored sets of people. Right. Suburban cops and suburban teenagers. Right, right. But in the end, they had the ability to drag us away in yeah, handcuffs. Yeah. And everybody in your teenage crew, you had like the the continuum from the person who was like, let's just smoke out in front of the 7-Eleven right. to the person that was like, I know a spot and. 10 miles into the woods. Yeah, yeah. You, you Dude, go not into on this 7-Eleven. My mom came here once. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're like, Josh, are we there yet, bro? We've been walking for a long time. 
<laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's right up here on the right. I, I fucking buried a magazine here. It's going to be yeah, sick. right? And then you get there. I've, I've seen these, like a little shrine that a kid set up in the woods where he's like, check it out. I stashed my papers under this rock. And yeah, then it's, yeah. like, it's like a guy, like a little spot. And he's like, look, I sit on this log like this, put my legs up on that log. Yeah, yeah. So Chip Carter's spot was the <laughs> roof of the White House. <laughs> that was like where he... There's his little spot. Well, That's so fucking cool. Like Secret Service is just like... All right, go up there, kid. Like they secretly yeah. served him. Yeah, yeah, they that's do. so baller. That's dude. good. And that's what it was like to be. That's that what Melina was doing. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we were talking about hotbox in the car. Do you know what a roof hit is? No. Oh yeah. So you know, this is a smoking technique that was coined by the one and only Barack Obama. A roof hit. <laughs> yeah, who was a huge pothead <laughs> back in the day? Yeah, and I'm sure he is again. I bet yeah. you he's blazing again right I'm now. I'm sure. Where do they live? D.C.? Maryland? I bet you he's got great... He's got a, a guy who hooks, who hooks it up with vape cartridges. Yeah, I yeah. Think probably he's got top shelf vape cartridges coming in. Yeah. And they, I'm sure they have legal weed. No one's pee testing him. Yeah. I, I wonder... See, I mean, then this is the big question. So uh, the first episode of the second season is about Barack Obama and the Choom Gang. And a big question that constantly is discussed when you talk about Barack Obama being pothead is like... Did he smoke the whole time? So I think the way we talked about it in the episode, Bean was more a fan of the theory that he's been smoking the entire time, never stopped. Like through his presidency. Um, Do you think he, I feel, I would believe that he would, he, he was, he would blaze at the level that he would, like a president would get drunk. Like once a month, it's like tonight's once the night. Uh, my meetings aren't until 10 a.m. tomorrow. I'm right. going to get high with Michelle tonight. And we're going to eat pizza in the Lincoln bedroom. But in those eight years, did he have that time? You know? I, have a, I think he did. I have a setting that's called a puffer two. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a common setting, but it's like if I'm already <laughs> fucking anxious or I have to do something that has irrevocable consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like at your presidency, I want you on a puff or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be ripping tubes and be the president. Yeah, like, right. Just like you can't be shit faced. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can, yeah, have, you can have a glass of wine at the fucking correspondence yeah. dinner, but you can't yeah. get fucking. <laughs> By the way, a puff or two is such a perfect. And the fact that the parent, parent after was I'm rarely at that is like the realest <laughs> shit. I I try my thing is to try to be like sober for as long into the day as possible, and then it's then it doesn't matter. Then it's off. Yeah. The fucking the the mm -hmm. governor's off, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna smoke uh, half a joint every hour until I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it feels more like a reward when you have it at the end of the day. Like you know, I, that's I've, what I do it for. Like post gym, post any work getting done. I'm yeah. like, now I'm allowed to blaze and it's always like at three or four PM. Yeah. <laughs> I mean like for example, there was a time like so Bean was at high times for a long time. I'm sure at high times there's an acceptable level of smoking weed. Advice, right? At first there was not really I was like the first guy at that company to be like a big weedy guy. <laughs> so like, you know, at first I had to test those waters and there was a time at which I did not or could not perhaps, you know, smoke weed or get high before I went to work, right? And then that shifted, and I was like, almost, people were like, well, that guy's probably high all the time. And I was like, well, if they're going to think that, I'm just going to fucking do it then. <laughs> right. Because like, it's I a self fulfilling would, prophecy. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'd prefer to be high, I guess. <laughs> right, if it's, I have to go to a desk job, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I'd rather be high, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing about working at high times that it taught me, you... Especially because this was in New York, and this was when things were way less chill. Yeah, you always had to have a joint because really? if if you it wasn't about me, 
But like High Times means a lot to people. Right. You know what I mean? And if they met the person from High Times and they didn't and have they, a joint. and they cared about it. <laughs> And they wanted to smoke with somebody from High Times and you didn't have a joint. It was so disappointing. And if yeah. you did have a joint, it was so amazing. And I met so many people like, uh, I don't want to get into it, but like High Times is owned by like That's shitty fine. hedge fundy people now. Just hear that. Yeah. But back in the day, it was a weird, crazy, counterculture-y, dysfunctional family vibe. And like the people who that magazine... Aside from everything else, taught a shitload of people how to grow weed. And if you right. learn that and, yeah. and and you fish for a lifetime, your feelings about it are deep and True. profound. And right. like, yeah. Yeah. that was such an honor to just sort of It's a of game changer if you're living it. in fucking like Wisconsin and you're able to grow yeah. a plant in your basement. Like that's a fucking yeah. game changer. Someone who teaches you that, you never have to deal with a drug dealer. You never have to like adjust or, that level. Or you are start making money. And or you put your kids through college. Right. Or, you know, people who got you know, people come out of prison and they need a way to make yeah. money. You know, a lot of stories. Or you're, you're providing medicine that's illegal. You know what I right, mean? Right, in in yeah. some place or semi legal, whatever. So we actually have an episode in this season uh, coming up. It might not be out yet uh, about the founder of High Times. Who, Dude, epic story. Who was a literal left wing revolutionary who was. Part of the alternative press movement and the underground press movement in this country that was suppressed by the FBI. Uh, He was a weed smuggler who flew himself plane loads in from Colombia. And in the second part of this episode, we have a guest. Now, that's not a thing that we used to do on the show in the first season. It was just, you know, soup to nuts, me and Bean getting stoned, talking about like one thing. But now we have like guests and shit and we cut an archival uh, we're working with this company called Spoke, and they've been really awesome. They've made the show fucking better. You know what oh, I mean? Awesome. Um, and then in the second part of this founder of High Time story, we have this guest who's like an eyewitness to all this shit. And it's amazing to to see that, you know, like we, there's still like people around who know, like who've seen firsthand incredible histories that are not in the history books. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like being 60 years old. Uh, or 70 years old really puts you in an interesting stretch of American history. That, yeah. Like you could, you're around for weird things. You know what I mean? Like drafts and whatnot. Yeah. Like, a lot changed. And just like the, a lot of shit has changed. That's like a big, that's like 40 years and dog years in society because mm-hmm. we've like now we have fucking computers in our pockets and Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cyber Nazis. The Nazis They're go everywhere. back a stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah they, new, they the new guy, the Nazis, are way more they fucked up in, even. That's <laughs> and flows. And then there's some other podcast where it's like, there's people who knew Hitler who are still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? And they're it's talking. amazing. <laughs> I, always say, I always say 420 is a great day to be a stone Nazi. Oh, right. Oh, it's yeah, it's right. birthday. Not a great moment in weed history. 420. Yeah. We do the st- the history of 420. Yeah, how the number became a thing. Oh, wait, but I that I don't know. Was it people so say wh- it's like what's poli- your guess? What's your people guess? People say it's the police code for that. Yeah, so that that's a, a misnomer. Hey, do you have any other guesses, other stories you've heard? Um, it was like the time that the farmers would get a break. 
was like ah, a t- was like a I thing. love that. Was that's like a, actually a good that's one. That's another one I've heard. Also like a, not true, but that's yeah. a fun one. Like cannabis farmers at 420 sat down and, and they all smoked at work. It's like what we heard. <laughs> that's not the, maybe that's the, a little bit closer than the police code. It got thing. like, I think that started happening because right, right, of the right. phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. But what was, what was the, what was the, so, we know, or do we have to, let's do this. Tune in. Oh yeah, well, yeah, but, let's not even you tell people on here. Like, I, I think I think we can give you a taste. Like the entire story is pretty <laughs> good. Google. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's we, out there. It's I can't there. stop people from researching history on their own. <laughs> right. Sadly, because if I corner that market, we're, we're all we're against net neutrality because we don't want people to be able to look up. Uh, no, you know, we want to be the arbiters of weed. <laughs> we want to be the arbiters of the weed information. Yeah, but, but essentially, where's 420 come from? So, so the important thing to know is that. It came from one weed crew. Like, you know how there's weed crews with their own lingo? Because cannabis culture has been pushed in the shadows, it's not just regional, but it's like, you know, it it's down to it, the, the weed crew yeah, that like you're with. Yeah, 12 different guys in yeah, the same it, neighborhood, 12 different crews in the same it's, neighborhood. It's so always yeah. five or six because that's what fits in a car. Yeah, I, right. I mean, it's the microclimates. Yeah. Obama's Chum Gang crew, same thing. Five, six people. Yeah, Chum no, that means total to s- smoke weed. It's like yeah. Hawaiian it's slang. Like that's how weedy his high school crew was. Oh, yeah. Smoking that pakololo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the name for the weed. Oh, that's so fucking cool. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah, because I, I use slang sometimes out here that is like my... I have like a weird gap in weed history because I didn't blaze from like 17 to 24 because I thought I was doing something else with my life. I thought I was going to be an FBI agent, so I quit weed in high school. Wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And I became one. (laughs) (laughs) Why why are we (laughs) on 300 episodes committed to this this bit slash undercover op? The FBI was like, these guys are fucking dangerous. They're telling people about the Willie Nelson thing. We can't have them out there with that. We have to send in Gabrus. They compromised Chip Carter, one of our best. <laughs> I was just I was just a young kid at, at Quantico and they were like, "Hey, how's your weed smoking skills? Do, are you good on the mic? Yeah. Do you think you would do 15 years of medium level success in comedy yeah. <laughs> to try to get undercover to bus these guys? I'm like, you got yeah. it. They're, They're like, like, we're gonna need you to get fatter. I'm like, I'm yeah. on it. <laughs> That's my cover. Take this mission and you're a ghost. The only two people that know about your existence in the field are in this with, room. Yeah, <laughs> and then they get shot with silence pistols like minutes later yeah. and I'm completely on my own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was worth so it. So it's just from one crew started saying like, or started blazing at 420. Yeah, they're called the Waldos. And where were they based at, Bean? Northern Cali? Northern California. Yeah. 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 Because well, uh, yeah. that's really funny. I love that. Fu- I never thought about that. It's even tighter than geographical is like within one high school, you can have two different like stoner crews. Yeah. Uh, but like probably now that, that that's still the case. In the late 90s when I was in high school in New York, there was like ah stoner crew and it was like an amorphous group of people like so you know and it was like there weren't there weren't like real like potheads that were managing high school right 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 right. like now i know all the potheads i know have like managed their lives the whole time like the potheads in high school were like not holding it together like and now (laughs) i feel like I'm not I was sure, the but... only thing holding me together in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I still is. <laughs> my high school was like pot is like a great way to do that until you can finally get to the thing that numbs the real. Like there, people yeah. were just they're like, oh, I found pills. Oh, I, I like finally. Yeah, and I those get, were the potheads. <laughs> I get the sense now, and I'm not totally sure, but in high schools now, I have a, a brother, a little brother who's like 18, so he was just recently in high school, and I think that 
everyone's a pothead now in high school. It seems like it's so like, uh, well, it's, like it's we, ubiquitous. We binge, drank, we binge drank every Friday and Saturday night for right. four years of high school. Like that's it's if in hindsight, I wish I would have just smoked weed on Fridays and Saturday nights. But you know what? The interesting thing is it studies have shown that in places where cannabis is legal, kids choose to smoke cannabis often as an alternative to alcohol. So actually alcohol consumption dips yeah. when there's cannabis available to young people. And honestly, the thing that hasn't ever fucking killed a single person in human history is probably the safer option <laughs> right, between right. those two, you know? Yeah. No, it's crazy how like it how it how dirty it, it used to feel when it was just like, wait, when I do this, Man. I feel even better than when I when I drink. But everyone is like pro not only are they okay with drinking, but it's like everything is like people can have their personality equal beer or wine. But like if you were like that much nowadays though, you can be like, Oh, he's like a pot guy and oh Gabrus, you you would like this dude. Or like this is how it always works, like my wife's friend's husband, she's like, this dude's also a big stoner. So then I go to the party, I'm like, hey, my wife said, do you want to play? Like, yeah, yeah, you're the yeah. guy who's going to want to go outside there, every hour with me. Yeah. Or they're like, do you know this guy, Bill from uh, Milwaukee? He smokes a lot of weed, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Like, like, we don't all know each other. Yeah. <laughs> right. then weirdly, sometimes you're like, yeah, I know that motherfucker. <laughs> like, th that's the funny thing about <laughs> every it. Every once in a while, you're like, actually, yeah, yeah, I, 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 do, I know that guy dude. very well. How are his children? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's true. Like uh, my girlfriend, like doesn't smoke that much. She smokes a little bit of weed, but you know, everyone from California, I guess, smokes like a tiny bit at least. Yeah. But like in general, in her group of friends, like most people don't like smoke at my volume. So anytime there's somebody that does smoke weed, she's like, "Oh, like have you met Steve? You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Exactly." And I'm like, "Hey, what's up, man? Whatever." And then we're, and then inevitably, I'm like, "Yeah, good call. Like this guy's cool, you know." And I think that's like, you know, weed. Changed my trajectory of my life in a lot of different ways. I mean, even before I worked at High Times and like, um, it it is a selector of people that you meet and interact with in that oh, way. Totally. And for me, I can only speak to my own experience. A really fucking good one. Yeah. yeah you know? Honestly, it's like it's such a, a immediate like understanding of another person. You know what I'm saying? That like. Well, there's also it's like you're forced to have a five minute conversation or a 10 minute conversation you're almost it's almost like a, a, a trust building exercise at like an office if like if you were like trying to get your company to like bond you would just go all right you two go over there and just talk yeah. to each other for five <laughs> yeah. minutes and that's what a scythe is that's so, so true. then if you go out with one dude and then also happening to be high and you're a little more enjoying everything that's going on you're yeah. like oh i went out and talked to beanie five times over the course of a dinner and we smoke together every time it's like we fucking connect and it's like like that's a way a pure way to connect with people yeah it's just yeah, like because yeah. on top of the fact that you're already primed because you have one thing in com you have this thing in common and then you're also like set up to just chat and, and away from other people traditionally. Yeah. And it's, it's so just, true. it's a group of people who are comfortable with choosing alternatives, a group of people that are comfortable with being subcultured. Right. Yeah. Which, like, to me, then I'm just fascinated by pretty much every subculture. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get up and close and personal with all of them. Right. But, but I, I, I love to hear, I love to hear about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even like the weed crew thing made me want to be like, I want to know everyone's weed vocab so uh, the tweet for this episode listeners respond to this tweet 
reply to this tweet with your cruise slang. Whatever you think is a slang you've learned that like not other crews are saying. Oh yeah, that's hit great. us with that because I'm very curious what other people. Because yeah. one for me is we we say clip set instead of roach. Like oh uh, interesting. If you, if you clip your blunt or clip your J, you're like yo bring the clip set. Like, yeah, based off dip set. And, and, and <laughs> what do you call the whole uh, on a on a bowl? I carb. call it a carb. Yeah. Okay, so I, I a lot of people I also call it a carb. A lot of people would call it a shotgun. Or uh, there's an or a trigger I've heard as well. Oh, interesting. There's a bunch of weird terms for it. Or just going into the old, like one of the cool things with the show. I swear it's just a thing I would say. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I assume no one's listening anymore. <laughs> but that's a pretty safe assumption with this one. <laughs> yeah, but, they're just blasting this in a fucking. Uh, yeah. uh, like a uh, insane asylum, like the last legal <laughs> insane asylum. Into a Chechnya. It's Thursday. I know how you guys love Gabrus. <laughs> it's the only thing that calms them down. Yeah. Uh, but like, because we're in all these different eras of history, we're hitting all this weird, not weird. We're hitting all this unique, site-specific, time-specific slang. Uh, Willie Nelson called it, and Maya Angelou both called it "boo." Uh, or Griffa is another one that my Angelou yeah. called it. That's it awesome. And, well, uh, Austin Torpedo. Willie Nelson <laughs> called the joint that they smoked on the two roofs of the White House the Austin Torpedo. <laughs> that's, a, that's a piece. That name is a piece of weed history. That's man. amazing. Hey. Austin Torpedo is definitely should be like your production company name. Yeah. Like at the end of, ah, uh, that's a good at call. The end of like, it's like an Austin Torpedo production. Yeah, that's actually a really good call. <sighs> like with a dash in the middle, so it looks like a name of a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus called it cannabosum. Yeah, that's right. That's in the Bible. What? Yeah. It's that page that you rip out and, and uh, roll a joint with. Yeah. If you, Yo, if you hold it up to the light. Speaking, it's, let's discuss... How many people, no matter where they're from, their race, creed, or color, have smoked, tried to smoke weed out of a Bible page? Because it's yeah. so because it's the only thing in a hotel room sometimes, and you don't have a bowl, and someone gave you like a nug on the beach or whatever, or you're like, this is a book that mom and dad never open. <laughs> so oh like, yeah, that's <laughs> right. They're godless. And, they're, and the pages are always like very thin. You feel like you're like, all right, like they're like that light textbook material. You're like fuck it, this has to work, and you, like, ball it up real, and it looks like a fucking piece of literal trash. Seriously, man. <laughs> Yo, can I go pee real quick? No. No? Yeah, of course. <laughs> this is an FBI interrogation. Yeah. Yeah. You just go outside, there's, like, 12 guys, and we're gonna continue to talk like uh, this, like, you're not, like, we the world, we're gonna live with you peeing. But you just go outside, and there's, like, a guy, like, uh, G uh, Gene Hackman, like, listening. <laughs> Oh, the conversation. Like a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got like a big reel to reel, and he's like nods and gives me the thumbs up. Got him. We're <laughs> Good stream. <laughs> Solid. It won't last. It'll get older, but Wait, for right now. What was the roof hit? Ah, wow. You are good. Man. Yeah, yeah. You well, know that one I was genuinely curious about because it sounds like something I would enjoy for some reason. So this is uh, Obama had all these. Uh, like rules, he was uh, he was making policy for the Troom Gang. <laughs> One was total absorption; you had to hold it in, uh, like long enough, or you got skipped the next time. Oh, do you know what we called that? In my crew, my, me and my uh, Becky. Is that Chicago? No, no, oh. Long Island. We call it H Y H. Hold your hit. 
Wow. Oh, HYH. <laughs> you know, we don't have that much left. HYH. Like, let's get, let's, and you <laughs> <laughs> And then a roof hit is if you're hotboxing a car and the J goes out before you open the door, everybody puts their necks up to the top where the smoke collects and suck it in. Oh, that's cool as hell. This man later became the president of the United States. So, how awesome is that? Don't let anybody yeah look yeah. obama's the perfect yeah. obama's the perfect example of anyone can be president there's not a better example of anyone can be president right now yeah seriously <laughs> and i mean like so also the oh, wait, game yeah. we used to call it chicago the one where you have to hold in the hit oh is that Did what you ever, yeah yeah we Did called it hyh hold your hit that's like oh well, yeah, yeah interesting thing. Yeah. and and what did, what did you say it was called oh it was uh total obama absorption. called it total, total absorption, absorption. That's i like that yeah, did you guys yeah. use the phrase scythe like yes. Yeah, yes. we use Scythe. Sorry, uh, we were all looking down at the one joint that's finished and the next joint that's about to be lit. But yeah, <laughs> call like, it a There's scythe. more coming, right? <laughs> yeah, call it a scythe. Called it a sesh. Sesh. Sesh was something I heard uh, later on in life, but I, I definitely immediately adapted. But we called it, and we called it blazing, but we didn't say getting blazed. Yeah. We didn't say blazed as in a noun, but we would use blaze as an adjective. Trying to blaze? Yeah, you're trying to blaze. Trying to blaze. Want to blaze? Trying to blaze. blaze. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that man. Was, and it's funny to say now in LA, not everyone says blaze. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Puff. A lot of people say puff. Puff? I feel was, like it's very, yeah. you know. You know who was like the masters of weed slang was the jazz musicians oh, yeah, of like yeah, the yeah. 30s and 40s because I think it went both ways. It's like there's something about jazz that's improvisational, that's similar to like wordplay and, and like all of this jam stuff. Bandy, but like how kind of they got to be improvisational was they were like the early weed heads. They're the real. We do a whole right. episode about Louis Armstrong and his uh, friend, weed dealer, fellow musician, this guy Mez Mesro, uh, who was like. You know, Louis Armstrong grew up in New Orleans, I believe, in like in a brothel and super poor. Um, and this guy, Mez Mesro, was like a middle class, lower middle class Jew from Chicago. They bond over this weed. But this guy, Mez Mesro, wrote a memoir about being the number one weed dealer in Harlem uh, during the Harlem, Harlem Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah. Fucking he cool. stood under this tree near where the Apollo Theater is now and sold weed every day and talked jazz with people and was like, also a guy you could be like... It's like being a bartender at the White Horse Tavern and talking to author. Like, you're like yeah. part of this weird... That's such a cool and thing. And this guy was selling weed to, like, legends. He's like a true subculture legend. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah. Mez... So Mezro was his last name. Mez becomes slang for high-grade weed. Ah. And there's and 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 he has this all man's these name became weed the digger of diggers he's called and he's got all these crazy nicknames and in the book there's a glossary of jazz slang um, that's just incredible and he talks about the link between like getting high with your crew and like imagine the wordplay and the improv happening among all these incredible musical improvisers right, yeah. so People this episode jamming, like yeah. yeah and this episode fills in the gaps on ken burns jazz i know ken burns jazz is like 20 hours long <laughs> but there's a couple gaps in there right 
about some of the weed history that is very, very much a part. I mean, this is like we're talking about, you know, the the days right before uh, and during and after immediately, like, you know, like prohibition, like the the real transition into prohibition. Right. Right. Uh, Weed was fucking everywhere. We're talking about New Orleans here. Right. And like the history of the jam session among musicians. So as Mesro says, like there were these cutting competitions where the musicians would get together after hours, but the vibe was like friendly, but I'm going to play the piano and then you're going to play the piano and we're going to find out who plays the better piano. God damn it. Yeah. But then Mesro's- And if you don't, the devil takes your soul. <laughs> yeah. But then this scene develops wherever Mes- Mesro is going to be after hours, all the real heads He's got the best weed. All right, so, so they're they, all going to go there and they're blaze, all and go all the people who want to blaze are also in, musicians, so all, and they're gonna, sets the vibe. But then the vibe becomes, let's improvise, let's find the flow together. Oh, rather than fucking competitive, rather than playing head-to-head, let's all fucking play on the same team. Or yeah, and it has a huge influence on jazz. You know, it already oh. had a huge influence on jazz in a lot of ways, but that is like... yeah. I hope this doesn't make me sound so white, but you can see that parallel in hip hop too. Sort of did that. I feel like yeah. blew up weed slang and brought like oh, yeah. people together to record and shit, all based on was then reappropriated right. into yeah. pop music. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of parallels there, actually, for sure. Um, and actually, th- that is like one of the things that I cursorily, you know, just started digging around on, or like is uh, you know weed rap songs. So also another thing we did this season. Is me and Bean switched seats for one episode, and then I researched the story and told it to him, and he hung out and reacted. It was really fun. Uh, I think we, you know we'll probably like try it again in in subsequent seasons. We just did it once a season, <laughs> but I was thinking like the history of like I got five on it. It was like one of the you know like that's a really especially on the West Coast. It seems like that's like a really huge weed song and there's a story there i think i have to dig a little bit deeper but being maybe you know maybe that's that's a story yeah for the future. i had i i had heard let i got five on it in reference to like chipping in towards a band yeah yeah right yeah, exactly and, that, like, and i'd heard that but then i heard that like we co-opted that for like pizza you know like who want to order pizza i got, like, I got five, five on, on it, it. <laughs> did that yeah. become a pizza commercial because if it's not yeah, you know <laughs> weirdly i like i i feel like maybe it was like a weird delivery <laughs> pizza commercial and more power to you yeah i guess yeah you know what like some brands have uh sort of you know subversively targeted weed like you know people taco bell used to do it back in the day sometimes it's very ham-fisted but taco sometimes bell, it was effective taco bell, the most ham-fisted thing they did was like what is like the cartoon about stoners is that doritos and mountain dew it's like all yeah. right uh we got dorito shells and we got mountain dew baja blast <laughs> only at taco bell and you're like Hey, thanks. Yeah. I was gonna go anyway, but now I'm even more excited. Yeah, mm-hmm. capitalism hates you. Yeah, I, just, I say that at any opportunity. Yeah. I don't have anything to add. Yeah, <laughs> but you know one thing. Back in the oh, day, oh, that's what your lower back tattoo says. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. You have to look at it in the mirror. Yeah, it's confusing. I don't know why you got it on your back, but also if, have to look in the Bean mirror. If Bean had like a, like a, it so if odd. Bean had a tramp stamp, it would definitely say capitalism hates you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> in a world where off. that tramp stamp existed, that's what it would say. Thanks for seeing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. You know, but uh, yeah, man. Uh, what Oof. What is now that we're all, um, you know, men and still uh, in the pot game and 
never had a want for weed because of a affordability and b connections like what is your like solo sesh move now like mm. do you what like do you set up at bev do you have a spot do you have a thing you like to do oh boy because so, you, you were mentioning going to the beach at three and reading in santa cruz and that sounded fucking oh, beautiful see beans ones are like they're like what Ernest hemingway's fucking <laughs> weed things would be my, 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 i literally was about to be like well i just got a couch and a 65 inch tv so <laughs> i sit on it in my underwear and i lay like this at a 45 degree you know what i mean but beans like yeah. i like it was to wear my <laughs> and the joint burned well tasted of sandalwood he put it down for a moment looked at the waves i'm never yeah. gonna read this you book know, am I? I i used to really love the the joint at the top of a hike but i don't do that anymore because uh when i moved to california it's very dangerous to smoke in parks for most of the right. year and it's a fire hazard so it's like that's something that i was always i was like there's always going to be a joint at the peak of a hike for me. And that was really one of my favorite spots in Philly and, you know, I like in New a pre, York. I, I in LA, too. I like a pre-hike joint now. Yeah, I, I do, do dabs I need before. Like, yeah, I need like a five yeah. minute, like, so I'm not like, I've tried to like start it on the way up, whatever, you know, and then nah, you're like, yeah. and you're like getting gassed pretty yeah. easily. I like fucking hitting dabs it. Dabs before. Dabs, dabs before. Is, that's the right move. Too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take a few uh, rips in the parking lot before I go to play basketball. And... If you have time to warm up and get a little stretch in, it's amazing. And if you're running late and you're walking in super high and five seconds later, somebody's <laughs> hand is in your face yeah. and they're trying to slap yeah. at the thing in your hands, that's, yeah. that's less good. Yeah, all right. You need you that adrenaline. Time, you have to time that, yeah, yeah, yeah. To time that pretty well. I've yeah. made that mistake. Yeah. yeah. I say most frequently now I smoke weed at like three in the afternoon standing outside in my driveway because the sun hits the driveway, but you can't really see the driveway from the street unless you're driving past. Pop my shirt off, fucking seriously, <laughs> and just stand there and just soak up the sun, drink like a green tea. Oh, that sounds great, actually. Yeah, I just can't wait to have a yard so I could just lay down and do that like an adult man who owns a home. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost forty and I got to smoke in my driveway shirt. My neighbors, it's just like the fat tan guy with a blunt every day. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. This is gonna be on Star Star Maps now. Yeah. You gotta watch <laughs> out. The yeah, tour bus gonna pull Podcast up. freaks are gonna be fucking. I'm on the They're podcast like, perv tour. And if you look to your right, you'll see John Gabrus. <laughs> Is. Tits bouncing in the sun. <laughs> Man. But yeah, that's uh that's some shit, man. 2001 Space Odyssey. Great movie. Fucking great, great movie. movie. <laughs> weed at the beach is my like my favorite pairing. Smoke oh, weed yeah. at the beach and then float in the ocean stoned is just like So I have a question. Okay, so it always sounds like a good idea to smoke a joint on the beach, right? But if you ever actually try to do it, in most situations, unless it's perfect, perfect conditions, your joint will burn fast and then canoe. Yes. Because there's always there's always wind at the beach. So what's your solution for that? Do you just say, okay, I'm wasting that weed. I'm going to take these hits. It's all good. Yeah. Well, a bowl is kind of like, at least with a joint, like once you get it lit, it can ro you can hang with it for a minute. Um, so first, I'll use some of my vocab words too. This is a... <laughs> We call it the kiosk. You put the towel over your head with the joint so you can get it lit perfectly. The kiosk. I like the, the kiosk. I like the kiosk. Yeah. Yeah. You can have my job. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mission accomplished. And you, call, Bean, call, next week on Gabrus, <laughs> me, your host, Abdullah Saeed, 
Uh, and then, you know, sometimes in entertainment, these things happen. Yeah. Bravo team, take the shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the kiosk to light it. And then I find with the palm leaf blunt, it burns very evenly. That's very hard to canoe. So for the be- And then I also find that when I smoke out of a palm mm-hmm. leaf blunt on the beach, you can't help but feel like you're on vacation. So you're really big on this palm leaf blunt thing. Yes. And I- you roll them yourself. I buy the uh, pre-made roll. cones, yeah, and then, uh, I, and then uh, I, I stuff them. Oh. Uh, I buy these. Buy, some of my favorite shit are these. Uh, King Palm uh, hand-rolled palm leaf. And what are Maker, the benefits? Makers of the palm leaf blunt uh, cones, you shouldn't have to buy them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. <laughs> and then I like these guys a lot, too, like these little hemp cones. Like, uh, uh, yeah, some yeah, come yeah. flavored or not, but the, I got a free batch of the blue. You know, one. I recently had these trade craft blunts that it's like pre-rolled... Uh, blunts in hemp wrap. Oh yeah, that's and nice. they were so good. Uh, uh, you know, so if, if tradecraft, you know, hit me on yeah, the gram for yeah. that plug. You we're, we're, we're three, about th- three titans of the industry here. Let's get <laughs> yeah. get at get at us. What we say goes to the <laughs> lungs uh, of uh, millions. <laughs> the palm leaf blunts, I find like just <laughs> was FDR's famous fireside blaze, right? Yeah. <laughs> That one fireside chat where he lit up. A correction. Yeah. Fireside. 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 Oh, now you're going after my job. That was also the one where he got up and walked. That's not too soon. I was gonna no, say. Not too I was soon. gonna say we're like talking about. Oh, I like to blaze at the beach. I like to lay on the couch. I like to read. And FDR is like, I like to get by the fire. Yeah. Throw a blanket over He's my like, unfeeling legs. And a good legs. brandy and and a good volume of. Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> and a direct message to the people of the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I do not need any more. I really. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, these are good, man. I'm I'm quite tostino. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they say in uh, you know the Mediterranean. <laughs> I think it's tostinos. That's Frito Lay. That says that. Uh, I'm visiting the island of Tostinos right now. <laughs> What's oh your favorite God. like activity to pair with weed? I know, like at this point in our Ooh. lives, the three of us probably pair almost all of our activities. Bro, with I already weed. told you about the couch and the TV. Yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> oh yeah, but because like, I think also present company, uh, not a lot of people are social smokers. Mm-hmm. Like would would like smoke at a party and be okay. Yeah. Like a lot of my friends would be like, oh yeah, I'm down to get high if we're gonna like sit at your house and watch yeah. TV. But I don't want to get high at this party with you. No, but, that, yeah, I like the. I mean, chip and putt. I I know Bean also loves chip and putt. We play golf together a lot. Yeah. Uh, and like that. That's really, like part three. Like the, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the part threes. All we need is two clubs, three joints, and the truth. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, and it's that's it's, a good idea for a lower back yeah. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to switch it up. I got a laser guy. That's so good. Come at promo code Mighty. Use my laser tattoo <laughs> removal code. <laughs> it's an online system. You set it up on your computer and look at it with your back, and it fries it for you. I don't know what. But the I fuck. need it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can mirrors. do that. Yeah, yeah, we got we a guy. See it in the we mirror. can flip it. We can put it on and then like Missy flip it in reverse. Yeah, it. but yeah, th- that is a great activity. Uh, That's a fun one. Like yeah. outdoor, so it's got a lot of classic light activity. Yes, outdoors and like uh, opportunities for bullshitting. Yeah, like, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very meditative. Yeah. Like we used to record an episode and then go play nine holes at uh, Witsit. 
uh, uh, formerly known as Weddington Golf and Tennis, but <laughs> colloquially known as Witsit. I never understand that. They but. love us there. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. love us. Two stone Yo, dish. We have been up. openly judged by employees of Witsit. Like, like, legit for, like, for various for things. Simply standing five feet from the clubhouse blazing yeah. a gigantic <laughs> that is, I went to like one of these like private dinner parties where you like pay for your seat and it's like 40 people and like a, pop, a chef's doing a pop-up in like a gallery in Venice or whatever. I yeah. did one of those and I was like, oh, let's go out and blaze. And my buddy who's the friend of the friend who blazes at all the, that's in this same clique's like, all right, let's go. Shout yeah. out to Vincent. I won't use your last name. And then we uh, go out there. We're blazing. And the woman, the hostess, comes out. And she goes, "Hey, guys!" And I like look, and we're like eight feet from like where forty people are eating. <laughs> like a garage door is open, and I'm just and we're like, "Oh, oh my god, we are so." She's like, "Please, can you just like move over a little bit?" I was like, "Yes." Oh, but oh I god. love that in California, it's just because you please move over a little yes, bit and not yes. like uh, the police are on their way right, right now. Right. Yeah, that's and great. Then I love. I'm always the guy that breaks the seal at these kind of things too you're like no one it, like i always smell I'm always like this, i'm like yeah. yeah oh someone else is someone else yeah. now i can do it. you're the first guy you're I'm the, the catalyst <laughs> everyone's already looking at me because i'm 300 pounds and in a hawaiian shirt and so like, i'm like it. just better f- kick it off people love you for it because you're like the first person i'm not a big dancer but like that first person that or first two people that hit the dance floor yeah. everyone's like oh thank you Bold. thank you i couldn't Bold. do that I, yeah but now yeah. I, I will join you yeah exactly you hear that first blaze like or hear the blaze. You guys hear that? <laughs> you hear the lighter ah, ah, sweet relief. Like, yeah, somebody's ah, smoking yes, weed over there. Now I'm high. <laughs> ah, yeah. Being high. Dude, you know what's funny? Yeah. There's the, oh, the like, sound of smoking weed. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to light the microphone. I was like. <laughs> then I remembered that we were just talking about the sound. I was like, "Yo, be <laughs> gonna go low key, Gilbert Gottfried yeah. on you." <laughs> or no, no, Bobcat Goldwith. Who who lit the stage on fire at uh, the Tonight Show? I, I oh. think Bobcat Goldwith. Yeah, sounds that sounds like Bobcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The yeah, legend. Uh, this is Bobcat. <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. There's been a few points in my life where I've said out loud, like in you know, in mixed company, people I don't necessarily know, and say something like. Wow, I'm really high, and I've regretted it every single fucking yeah. time, right? The second you say you're high, other people bug out. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. Like, <laughs> but like, I could be high around people and everything's fine, but then if I'm like, I'm so baked, and yeah. then someone's like, really? Yeah, you know, yeah, then it's yeah. like their vibe changes, and I'm yeah, like, I just yeah. don't want you to just assume. It gets I weird. The only I time I disclose that is sometimes in like a restaurant situation. Where I'm like, yeah, I am, I am struggling to decide. Yeah, <laughs> I've definitely said to a waiter, I've definitely said to a server, like, "Hey, I'm really fucking high. Dude. Is that too much food?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, "You're good," and I'm like, "Yes." Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I, man. I think it, I, I love it. I fucking love being openly stoned. <laughs> like, yes, I'm smoking oh, yeah. weed. And I'm high. Fucking relax. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 funny. It feels like it's so a part of my like whole character or like life or like everyday thing. It's like I have to have like a half joint just sticking out of my mouth. Right. Like at all fucking times. That yeah. was there was like a Tim Leary quote that was basically like uh cannabis causes uh paranoia and delusions in the minds of those who've never tried it (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it's a really good call yeah it's true it's so it's such a manageable 
way to be. <laughs> I don't know. I know I sound like I'm fucking rationalizing to myself or to the society, but it's like it's such people an, in Chechnya as well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need to hear this. <laughs> Listen, all my big fans, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> just take the shock things off their head for a second. What was that? <laughs> um, but like, it's such a manageable way to go through life, and like when you run, like, like always, like if I have a interaction with someone of at like in a customer service retail or like food job that they're also stoned like and they're just like uh sorry like uh, taking one extra second with the money i'm like so okay with that and i find that to be like if we were all just like it's okay if everything takes five seconds longer like that's just like (laughs) such a great way to be and then like when you run into that vibe in other people it's like like I never scream in traffic if I'm high. <laughs> this is what it really. This is what it really comes down to. And I'll maybe I'm. I guess I haven't mentioned that capitalism hates you. Right. Oh, but right. like, but you keep pointing to it in the mirror. All, so now we know. We all essentially should kind of be somewhat high all the time. Yeah. And we'd be better off. Not everybody. Obviously, people have problems. There's like mainly a, with there, other substances, but my point. Yeah, there's like but one there's to three percent affects, of people. Yeah, yeah that we're affects hard, differently. We're hardwired for cannabis. The whole yeah. functioning of your body is based on the endocannabinoid system. So by denying this to humanity, we've created this nightmare asshole world, and then we're all in a sub world that must at the same time navigate asshole world but create this little yeah. hidden protected yeah. weed world yeah, yeah. that has its assholes in it no fucking sure. doubt but it's not run on <laughs> asshole and the, right. the fucked up I, thing wait can i just jump yeah, yeah, on yeah. that is like the ultimate heightening of that whatever and i i don't reach this peak but i know people who do is like the f- fish jam band world is like <laughs> the ultimate form of that where they're inside like a whole nother layer and they're like everything's gonna be all right for this weekend or whatever like because th- those people their vibes of they're never in asshole world nowhere near it like they're like yeah the, the uh even molly more- wears off though yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> and then the- you're just back right back in yeah. asshole world. i don't wake up i don't wake up wake up with fucking lacking dopamine and <laughs> really fucking uncomfortable <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> No, it's uh, like and sleep. If it aids in sleep, and we are now learning so much that sleep is like unreal important for health. Like the fact, like I know some friends of mine who have like light insomnia, and now with five milligram like THC CBD blend or a ten milligram THC mm-hmm. before bed, can now get a full night's sleep and wake up and feel good and not groggy in the morning. It's like that's a fucking yeah. wonder drug. <laughs> it really is, man. If it did just that. It would be a fucking ubiquitous, you know what Dianu. I mean? And it does so much more. Yeah, it's what true. What did you just say? <laughs> I slipped it in for the juice. <laughs> Dianu is, it means that would have been enough. It's right. Like, you uh. sing it at Passover, and it's like, you're, you're kind of big up in God, and I'm not religious. You're kind of big up in God, and you're like, hey, you know, if you had just done this one little thing, ah, that would have been enough. But <laughs> there was also this, and that, of course, would have been it. You know. Now that I realize what you were saying was a Jewish saying, I feel bad that I said, what did you just say? <laughs> Makes me feel like a fucking fascist leader. <laughs> That's going to be edited into something incriminating. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm never getting SNL, <laughs> but that was true already. <laughs> Seriously, man. 
Oh, yeah. I like to say that weed is not the cure for being an asshole. It's just a good place to start. Yeah. Yeah. And it is like, I think, a central you, part of the mission. It helps being an asshole. Like, yeah. I like talk to my therapist about it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're managing and your life yeah. is okay, like, that's fine. And it's it's central <laughs> to like the the mission, I think, of like, you know, a lot of both of our work over the years is that, you know, normalizing this shit, not for... You know, obviously, for many of the reasons, medical patients, the prison population, enforcement, all that shit. But generally speaking, to get more people in the world to actually get high on a regular basis would probably make the world a better place. And on that premise, that's why the fuck I've kind of done anything for the past several years is to try to turn asshole world into not into our world right but then it's like it it's keeps so getting co-opted and turned back around and used against us again you yeah. know what i'm saying like sometimes you think you're about to get ass asshole world to be our world but then suddenly asshole world like is very wily asshole you know? world is definitely coming for the industry and yeah. has already been there and you right. know yeah, that's yeah. a fight that's going to be tough there's another fight that's for this culture that has always been an outlaw culture. That's always been in a marginalized culture. And I, I say the word oppressed, you know, in understanding that not all oppressions mm. are equal, but right, 800,000 right. people arrested a year. I know tons mm-hmm. of people from my more serious journalism side who lose their kids over this shit, who go to jail over this shit, who lose their jobs. Right. It's an oppressive system. Yeah. Um, and we created this culture that not only subverted asshole culture and is changing the laws, but that also created this outpouring of art and community and good vibes that I really think can be a model for resistance to authoritarianism in any form. And we did it without either fucking major political party getting behind it. We took on the medical establishment that denied it was medicine. We took on the prison industrial complex, the fucking cops, like some of the hardest, most powerful institutions with no fucking backing. A little bit of a lot of credit goes to weed for being pretty fucking amazing right yeah. it's like sells itself it's like <laughs> undeniable and like that's that's what i'm saying it's so funny i was gonna say based on like the two things we were just saying what you just said and abdullah saying like f- like everyone should i want more people to get stoned that has become the cliche that like the outsiders used it's like oh they just want everyone to like be high and have like fun and shit and it's like even saying that how do you go like why do you think that's bad? Yeah, yeah. Like, why, that's why is your thing. reaction? Why you? Why is your reaction? These weirdos like to just get stoned and they all love each other and blah blah. And, they, they and then, like, I choose to not do either of those things. It's like why? Why wouldn't anyone go? Should we start to? I mean, and that's why we see we chip at the dam. You chip at the dam of like. Um, the the uh, medical uh, industry will never allow this, and it's like, well, it's like undeniable. And if you just and stoners will are persistent, we'll watch the same movie forty times. Don't threaten us with trying to fucking pass legislation. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of fucking smart people are uh, don't that, and that's the shit you realize as you get older. Is like when you meet like. 45 year old men fathers of three who run like fucking businesses and stuff and are like 
uh, use the volcano every night. And you're yeah. like, hell yeah. Like, it's I'm mad. glad that's happening. You know, th- this is a thing, though, also. I like to sometimes take a step back. You know, it- it's so easy to get outraged these days by anything. You know, if you're in weed, there's things that outrage you if you just read the that's news. That's a ridiculous yeah. thing to say. <laughs> I am furious. Yeah. But you know what? I think, generally speaking, you know, going over all this weed history, my main takeaway from it is that. We're at a better place now for weed and for a lot of things for social culture than we ever have been before. Obviously, there's a lot of problems and there's a lot of trouble and we're hyper aware of it increasingly more and more every day. But at the bottom of that, look, it's more acceptable to be, you know, who you are in more places in America and in the world now today than it ever has been because literally most of human history is like a bunch of fascist fucking kingdoms or whatever, you know, and everyone's a surf. It's objectively better than it was before, but we just know how still bad it still is. Yeah. But it's like, it has, it, it's trending towards better. I think so. I'm optimistic. And I've been saying this lately. I believe the same thing too. I feel like the only thing that's been like an undeniable fight from any side is like, Anything involving human rights. Yeah, my instinct like, tells like me that things about are getting human better. Human rights yeah. always just wins. Eventually, it's like yeah. we're so anti-gay marriage, but it's like, but they're fucking humans, and it's their right. And yeah, like, and that's ah. more recognized It's like an unassailable now. Yeah. argument from even Christianity or whatever. Totally, yeah. I think things are getting better. I'm optimistic. Same, same. I'm feeling positive. And if my that's because of weed, that. that's why we're telling you you should fucking get on weed. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody out there who's listening to this, go smoke weed right now. Right, seriously, if you're a dude who live or a, a, a person who lives in a state where it's not legal and you have like six to eight beers after work every night or like three glasses of scotch and you feel like you have a little bit of a belly or that you've had diarrhea every day for your 30s, mm-hmm. like try <laughs> just taking and and don't try to be macho. Just take a little hit of weed. A little. Or eat a tiny edible. Or eat a puff t- or two. Yeah, a puff, a puff or two. Or two. Or, or eat a tiny edible. Just have like a five milligram edible and just see if that is better for you. If you need that yeah. thing at night to help you take the edge off. Yeah. This Maybe is no vape pens, though. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in an illegal state, just do yourself a favor. Don't buy any vape yeah. cartridges. Oh, we should, <laughs> like, no joke, this should be a PSA. Like, for, if you're paying $20 for a vape cartridge, be wary. Mm, like got like, minerals. Yeah. Like, They're not going to sell it to you in an illegal state for way less than it costs at a store in the state that it supposedly comes from. You know, I, I started writing about that like about a month before this, you know, these the really, time, yeah. really terrible incidents came out. And it's like so all the time of all the underground weed, just straight up weed. Um, before all of this other stuff, or the the track record of safety, and of course, not everything's tracked, and you might may not know what might have happened to somebody. But it's like we all smoked a shitload of weed for a long time that was grown in basements oh, and God, right. traveled through a hundred hands. And you know what? There wasn't <laughs> anything like this. Right. You know what I mean? And now what you have, capitalism hates you, even outside the official system is. You have people going online and buying exact replicas of legitimate vape pens that are tested, but what they're getting is the empty version with all the same packaging, and then they're filling it with whatever the fuck, and they're selling it to our people, and it really fucking pisses me off, and the people who are doing it are not 
weed people. Like you guys thought minerals were good. You spent your whole life thinking minerals were a good thing. They're bad. They're no. very bad. They're very bad to don't, inhale. Yeah, don't inhale them into <laughs> your lungs. <laughs> right, bringing them into your lungs and they're not yeah. cannabis. It's fucked. But the important thing to take away from this, I think, there is a, there is a, ev- a level of evening news hysteria that's like vape pens are bad. Look. I've always said that the reason vape pens are bad, I think, is because they separate people from the product. I've met so many people who say, oh, I don't smoke weed. It makes me paranoid. But I hit this vape pen and I'm like, this is like, it's like the the iPhone of uh, of fucking weed in that it it actually separates people from the technology more than it, like, you know what I'm saying? In, right, in a right. sense. So it's like, I, you know, I, I've always thought they're they a bad thing. They it way more and shit Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. It, you don't have the same contact or smell or whatever with it. It's like the fucking it's it's the totally it's like yeah it's the processed it's process. version We're saying, of don't it. eat processed food but like there's a ways <laughs> yeah. to process food like pressing vegetables is not is processing it but not dangerously you a vegetable it's presser? also <laughs> like a cold pressed cannabis is like not yeah. gonna be problematic yeah there's definitely the good like stealthy aspects of it and especially if you live somewhere where you have to hide but a big yeah. part of the vape thing is that it looks and acts like a consumer product and that is different from a joint. And a lot of people, weed culture has been super stigmatized. Right. People, and it's less and less so, but I'm a little older than you guys and probably way older than some people listening. Like, people <laughs> used to really fucking look down on you for smoking weed. Right. And like, everything you ever heard about weed culture was a put down. And like, a lot of people are still afraid that like, if they try weed, they're going to become that image of the other that they've been taught to fear. And then here's this vape pen that was never a part of that Mm -hmm. and looks like something that you buy. And and capitalism is good. It's like a sleek looking piece of tech or whatever, which is like, oh, it lights up. Like, that's how you know it's good. Oh, yeah. yeah, It vibrates. It's like it's like a little thing. You know, that it's like a it's a a fashionable item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People love gear. Yeah. Totally. I mean, stoners love gear too. We all love like. Yeah. I like to smoke at a piece and drink out of this cup, and like you know, I like that yeah. little. I mean, I can't smoke without a beverage anymore, though. I'm. I, that's the only thing I've noticed true. since I gotten older is like, the one thing I never fuck with is like I always have like ice water, seltzer, oh, juice, yeah. coffee, something ready to go. I never, I'm never smoking dry, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it, it's interesting, like the the vaping in general, right? Like, is. Like the authorities are like, oh my god, all like the nicotine vaping, all that shit is bad. Now, if I'm not mistaken, right, nicotine itself is not a particularly harmful substance, right? It's addictive, sure, right? right? And this is just, I'm, I'm wondering here, and I would like to discuss it with you guys. I think this is a good place to discuss this. (laughs) Perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, so the delivery device, okay, so kids are not smoking and inhaling carbon monoxide. You know, aside from any sort of mineral type situation. It, how bad is it that everyone is vaping instead of smoking cigarettes? Isn't it better that they're vaping nicotine yeah, than smoking I cigarettes? Don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like there's n- not been studies about either. Just like I thought. A great place to discuss this. No one knows. Well, we're both medical doctors and <laughs> PhD researchers who've you know, been he- studying this together and separately for the past 20 years. So I think you did come to the right place. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm certain of it. My yeah. new paper, Smoke Weed Instead, colon, <laughs> why take a bunch of garbage into your body when you can just have right. weed, question mark. Uh, is available now. Well, it's funny because I pretty much stopped drinking so frequently and doing most 
naughty things with the exception of weed, quote unquote naughty. And it was like a healthy choice. Now I felt like so natural because all I was doing was inhaling a burnt plant. And then when it started to be like, well, now all I'm doing is like pushing a button and breathing in something that I bought in a tube that doesn't look anything like the plant. Now, all of a sudden, it starts to feel like protein powder versus like grass fed beef. You know what I mean? Where you're like, well, I don't know what kind of this isn't the this isn't this isn't a tomato off the vine. It's like you're like, oh, have you ever had a grilled jalapeno? Oh, yeah, it's great. Have you ever Press the jalapeno with butane oil and then uh, breathe in the jalapeno. <laughs> like, wait, wait, yeah. what? It's like, no, no, trust me. It's a fucking, it, get, it gets you the jalapeno yeah. flavor in your heart faster. <laughs> That's why it's good that rosin is like a more preferred technique. Like it's, it's like, you know, basically getting like the, you know, live trichomes and then yeah. pressing that shit. Yeah. Like, that's a way to get amazing cannabis concentrate, like the best fucking cannabis concentrate with that no, does not involve solvents. Yeah, no ad, no additives. Yeah, it's and I think it's like that pressed. that's yeah, that's some ancient shit. Pressing a bunch of like fresh ass like tasty weed and yeah. then, you know That's like hash, right? Cuz hash has been around juices? forever. Yeah. Back when no one <laughs> yeah. was trying to stop you, you could you could really have huge amounts. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. like the, so the 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 story with Jesus is that the holy anointing <laughs> oil in the Bible is a recipe it's the only as 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 Abdullah pointed out. It's the only recipe in the Bible that we know of. There's a matzo ball soup yeah. recipe. <laughs> Two recipes. One of them is for the holy anointing oil that God gives to Moses, and it contains this plant, cannabosum, which is clearly cannabis. But like most people in the biblical scholarship community would say, it's calamus, which is ridiculous because yeah. it also like cures the blind. So uh, I, I wonder. But there's if- nine pounds in this holy anointing oil uh, that you absorb through your skin when you're anointed. And I won't get into the whole thing, but do you know what Christ means? No. The anointed. Like, that's just how the Choom Gang was called the Choom Gang, because they liked to Choom. Jesus was called Christ by his disciples because the anointing was the thing, and it had nine pounds of cannabosum in it. And it would stop you from being possessed by the devil slash having an epileptic fit. And, you know, you could figure right. out the rest. Right. So it's just like a ma- so massive fucking topical weed dip. He just is like in a fucking yeah. full vat of THC lotion, more or less. Yeah. Dips his whole fucking body in that. And then all of a sudden it's like, guys, I'm seeing fucking, yo. He had visions, yo. yo. I got this thing. There's this God guy. You got to, he's my dad. Long story, you know. <laughs> and he's like, uh, sounds like I'm name dropping. Yeah. And then someone's like, dude, I, I'm, I'm, my, I have I'm pounding headaches. My, I feel sick all the time. It's like, here, how about how do you feel now? It's like, I feel fucking amazing. It's like, yeah, dude, I'm smothering you in weed. That's fucking wild. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And maybe, they, maybe I will, will not be an atheist anymore. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the nuts thing Wait is that, minute, like... Man. Maybe Christ did have good ideas. <laughs> the religion has been, like, so politicized at this point right. that it's completely just kind of like ignored this shit. Like, the thing is, like, over maybe 80 years ago, like, there was not all this dispute about this shit because, like, all this, uh, you know, bullshit belief about cannabis being poisonous or, you know terrible thing are only like less than a century old so at some point this was probably just accepted and overlooked that fuck yeah he he was dipped in weed well there were 
on whole lot of uh, gospels, there were a lot of accounts of Jesus's life, including some that were more contemporaneous than the you know John, Paul, George, and Ringo right. that we have now. <laughs> Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, and John. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm remembering my catechism. But these were all suppressed, <laughs> and the ones that were suppressed were the ones that talked about the anointing and how important it was and how it was the central thing. Um, and we only really know about them because people in, like, 300 AD hid a box set of them in a cave, and somebody dug it up, like, 100 years ago. So it's like weed history has been... Rep- repressed and suppressed and erased forever and you know we're having a lot of fun bringing it back but it also does feel like a pretty you know important thing to do yeah it's yeah it's how it's like it is like something you wouldn't necessarily like if it makes everything better and if you like why would you fight that in any way other than it's better if the masses are worked up it from some from someone of power's point of view. Yeah, now, I know it sounds insi- like tinfoil hatty, but it feels like, oh, if we, everyone is stoned all the time legally, they're gonna be fucking. Yeah, and know, once they are, we'll each launch other. great moments in psychedelics history. Yeah, and we'll start this process over again for psychedelics. We'll find the even more less asshole, the even less asshole world tighter, the tighter asshole world. <laughs> In a tighter asshole world. I think that's already a podcast. <laughs> it's totally it's Dan Savage. It's like Savage. the Fox News yeah. podcast. Does Fox News have Does Fox News have podcasts? I'm sure. Oh. No, who would listen to it? Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All because right. everyone who's like 65 plus doesn't listen to podcasts. Right, and that's shit. What I'm yeah. assuming. Do they come out of the toaster? Yeah. Um, I listen to Rush Limbaugh on my fridge. This This yeah, is yeah. a plug. But if you listen to the Obama episode of our show, you can hear a nice snippet of me yelling at Tucker Carlson. Yeah, yeah. Bean was on. Tucker Carlson and he, Tucker Carlson said the name of our show. Oh, I was like, I will come on your show, but you have to introduce me as the co-host of Great Moments in Weed History. <laughs> and then, of course, we have the soundbite of him saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> oh Wait, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, it was great. That was that's great. a perfect time that let's start plugs. Let's wrap this shit up. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Great Moments in Weed History season two out right now. You can find us on Spotify. On Stitcher, on iTunes, on iSpoons, wherever you get potties. Yeah, all those things. Where you get your um, potties, baby. Where you get your potties, (laughs) and it's out now. Uh, and also High and Mighty, Gabers' show. Yeah, check that out. <laughs> Let's check that show out. You might like tuned, it. Man. You know, yeah. <laughs> Coming back. We're hosting it from now on. <laughs> oh, right. <Yeah. laughs> My new show, High and Mighty. Jam. You did say, oh, where can I stay <laughs> when you came up? <laughs> yeah, I rolled up with my suitcase in a bag. <laughs> like, and I was, <laughs> where, where can I unpack? Uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah. uh, where, what are, where are you guys on social media? If people want to tweet at us, there we yeah. slang. We want, uh, you can read. Uh, reply to this, but shout yeah. out, shout out anything else. Yeah, so G M I W H podcast, Great Moments of Weed History podcast on like every platform, basically on Patreon, on Twitter, Instagram, the whole nine yards. Uh, yeah, and season two kicks ass. Oh, and you can find us individually 
Beans is pot properly, I think, on Instagram. I'm I'm your kid on everything. But honestly, who fucking cares about social media? You know what? You, know you, what? you don't Fuck. have to follow me. <laughs> Forget it. You know, like, just follow the podcast. If you like the podcast, when you smoke weed with people, tell them about it. And yeah, we'll be forever grateful. Yes. That's the more important thing is that if you are a weed person or any person and you listen to our show and you like it, share with somebody uh, somebody else who would like it and we'll appreciate you forever. And yeah, holler at us if you want to also. Hell yeah. Um, re- reply to the tweet about uh, of this episode with your weed slang. I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Check out my other podcast, Action Boys. It's a Patreon. I think you would dig it. Thanks for listening, shitheads. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>